God, new subject. How about that? <laughs> what does unconditional surrender mean to mm. us? Does that mean I only give up the things I want to give up and only turn over to my higher power the things that I'm ready to let go of? I guess it, I guess what it boils down to is how bad do you want it? <laughs> how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How much, how, how bad do you want to live a different way? How, how bad do you want to live is the, it was the question for me. Yeah, because, you know, it, coming to surrender and beginning to live a recovery program was life death. Straight up. Down the stretch, I was close to death. On numerous occasions, close to instant death. And overall, bleeding out every 24 hours, one 24 hours at a time, you know, closer and closer physically to death. Um, and at this point, man, my, I, I, my surrender is unconditional. Like, there's... I don't give a fuck at this point. Like I, I, there's nothing at this point that I, I'm straight out of reservations, straight out of, straight up out of reservations. I had a pocket full of fucks once upon a time. I gave the last one out in early game. <laughs> Gone. So, so when you're saying unconditional surrender, what exactly do you mean? Um, what's the, what, what's, what's the willingness, you know, what, what, what level of willingness do I have to apply, to, to apply a recovery program in my life? Am I just doing it where it's convenient? Am I doing it where it's most, where, where the, the results are the most catastrophic and glossing over, uh, glossing over other things? That would be a conditional surrender to me. Unconditional means fuck this disease one day at a time. I'm going to do whatever it takes to stay in the solution as opposed to giving CPR to the disease, you know, because the month, I mean, first of all, it's never going anywhere. Like, surprise, we're not cured. Surprise. <laughs> Guess what? It ain't going nowhere. So we should still on my bag. Yeah, I mean, surprise. Oh, you thought you was done. Yeah. No. Nah. Um so I guess we're talking unconditional surrender in recovery aspect, like in addiction. Because I, I guess my first thought of the term was surrendering to everything, surrendering unconditional surrender to mm. higher power in the sense that like uneventful things happen in the sense that relationships don't go our way and the sense of defects um kind of like unconditional uh acceptance i guess yeah or am i qualifying it i only surrender if you do this i only i only will which is a reservation i'll only stay clean in sobriety if i get the job and my wife doesn't leave me you know mm. um but yeah, the unconditional uh, surrender, I feel like is hand in hand with 
unconditional surrender brings unconditional acceptance, right? Like, I can't just say, well, I surrender to the disease of addiction, but I don't surrender to controlling my children, or I don't surrender to letting go of this relationship, or I don't surrender to my shopping addiction. I don't fucking know. Yeah, through through unconditional surrender, we basically we we go towards uh we are okay with the fact that that acceptance is a part of that in other words we i don't even know what i'm saying right now if we're able to um man i'm all over the place acceptance is is what comes out of like you said comes out of unconditional unconditional surrender acceptance is a is a fucking gift like it's what it's what keeps us online it's it's what allows me to recalibrate acceptance you know because i can get into a situation like a relationship with a person or a place or a thing and if i can if i the faster that i can come to it when things don't go the way that i expect them to do to go right the faster i can implement acceptance the faster that i can surrender again and and accept the the you know the results of whatever it is that i'm living through the quicker i I recalibrate the quicker i'm able to 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 remove the insane thoughts and get back into the solution because you know what i'm saying like the disease that the disease itself i mean recovery is absolutely not about changing the way your brain works it's about changing the reactions to the way your brain has always and will always work due to the disease okay that's that's what it means to me i mean it's so okay so if if i if i surrender to the disease i accept the fact that my brain is what it is and that 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 my thoughts are not my action and so i apply that unconditionally in order to keep to stay in the solution like i can't I can't make a determination as to where it needs to be applied and where it doesn't. It's got to be, for me, it's got to be across the board. It's got to be a surrender to every, all of my character defects. I, you know, there's not, there's not one, there's not one that I can leave. There's not a turn, a, a stone that I can leave unturned because if I do leave a, tur- a stone unturned, that disease is cunning, baffling, and insidious, and that motherfucker will come right at me full blast straight through that stone that's not unturned. And all of a sudden, I'm back into insanity. And I have, I have the need to surrender again and go through the steps, you know, apply the steps in a, in a given avenue as quickly as possible through identification. At least, you know, at least through identification, that's possible. Oh, I guess yeah. that's what, I mean, that's, that's the, the, the process. I have a metaphor for trust the process, but I'm curious, Eric, what are your thoughts when you think of unconditionally surrendering? Man, I'm, 
I'm very embarrassed to say this, but when Wes mentioned that earlier, I had to Google it. I don't know if I was overthinking the two words or just, I don't know what was going on, but I literally had to Google it and, and read the definition or the, like the explanation of it. Um, and it's still, it's still for some reason, like it, it messes with my head. Cause I always, I hear unconditional and I think unconditional love mm. and unconditional love is like love no matter what. So with surrender, I feel like it's kind of the same thing where it's like a, mm. a no, it's like a, no matter what, you're just going to let things be the way they're supposed to be. Like try not to force something or change something, especially situations you can't change, you know? it's just kind of a no matter what attitude like no matter what i'm just gonna let it flow and that's that's how i look at that and i again i had to look at the definition so i don't even know if i'm if i understand it yet because i don't know it's it's complex those two words together for some reason i can't like grasp it but yeah that's that's my uh view on it or that's how i think about it right now at least I feel like it's scary. Like that's the first thing I think of is this shit's scary. That means I don't know, you know, it's bad enough walking into the unknown in one area of my life, you know, a relationship ends. What am I gonna end up with? What's gonna happen? Blah, blah, blah. It's the unknown. Unconditional surrender is like the great unknown. But here's my metaphor, right? All right, so higher power is driving the bus, right? Me just accepting the things I cannot change and nothing more, I'm blindfolded in the back. Yeah, I just accept it. God, take me wherever. I have no fucking say so. You know, I'm, I'm abstaining from my courage. I'm abstaining to change the things I can. I'm floating in the wind. Take me wherever. It's all on you. And I'm absolving myself of all responsibility. I heard someone say that somewhere where they're like, when you just put everything on everyone else, all you're really doing is trying to keep yourself so, so that if shit don't work out, you could say, well, I didn't do it. You know what I mean? It, which is a character defect. Um, so God's driving the bus. You're in the back seat, not even looking anywhere. You're just along for the ride. Acceptance to change, you know, whatever. Um, nav navigating is where you want to be. You let God drive the bus higher power, universe, life, what the fuck ever. You let them ride the bus, you point where you want to go. Hey, I want to go here. Yo, can we check that out? Hey, man, bus right. You know what I mean? So like our problem is when we're like, hey, I want to go over there and homie keeps driving straight, we grab the wheel, try to make him turn right. He's like, nah, man, hey, taking you somewhere better. I'm taking you somewhere you're going to get a bruise and learn a lesson or whatever. But we don't know where we're going and it creates the fear and anxiety. So we're in, we're in the driver's seat and we're trying to yank the wheel back, you know, drive from the other side or flat out kick them out. And um, that's just kind of the metaphor I came up with when we were talking about this. Like the unconditional surrender is not touching the wheel, but we also have to still be brave enough 
to try to navigate and get where we want to go and always circle back to that surrender when we don't end up where we want to be. Copyright. Yeah. Don't steal my shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. It's, it's a very, very hard concept because, you know, we think we're just going to get clean and all we got to do is stop doing drugs. We don't think about all this other shit. Oh, I have to accept people. I have to be assertive. I have to speak up for myself. I have to leave people who wrong me, <laughs> you know, um, and it doesn't have to be as extreme. But that's where the serenity lies. Like if I quit doing drugs, I don't have the downsides, right? They're not pulling me underneath the dirt. They're not dragging me down, pushing me beneath, you know, the ground. But if I don't do anything besides get up from underground, I'm just laying on the ground. Yep. I got to learn how to fly. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's hard, man. But that's where. If I'm laying on the ground, it ain't nothing to just crawl back in that hole. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just laying here, sucks. Well, if I crawl in the ground a little bit, I might have a little fun because laying on this ground sucks. And then you try to fly a couple of times and you fall and you, you don't know what you're doing. And But then, you know, once you get up there and you, you have a couple like wins under your belt with like, hey, man, you know, I let go of that thing last year and and you know what it sucked ass but it worked out oh hey you know like even letting go of my baby mom dude i not to shit on her but we just did not vibe right and i don't think she vibed with me you know i wasn't my best self with her so it's not to say anything bad about her but letting that go was really hard and yeah um man so fucking glad i did though because through the pain of getting over that i learned i learned how to trust my gut i learned how to set standards for myself and relationships that i'm in and i found a bomb ass chick so like it's scary and hard at first but you gotta trust the process and learn you know otherwise you could play it safe or you could not try to take a risk and you, you may not know what you're missing out on, you know, you may be okay. But for me, I don't know. It, it, uh, it was cool to, to have a, uh, a leap of faith, I guess, in some of that. That's, that's exactly what's, what's going through my head right now is that unconditional surrender is in essence, faith driven. Like if, if I, if I'm not, if I'm not, in contact with the higher power i i'm still scared you know i'm not i am not willing i'm fear is what i feel as opposed to faith in that state mm -hmm. of, of being my own god so yeah so unconditional surrender is only is only possible through through faith and trusting the process like you said you know like that's 
end of the end of the day i'm i'm here because people before me have done the same shit and it's worked for them and i've seen it work for them and i have a belief that will also work for me now that i know i ain't fucking special i ain't no different than anybody else you know so i unconditional surrender means i am at a point of willingness to do whatever it takes to balance to to maintain balance or at least be able to when i fall down stand back up and not stay on the ground you know what i'm saying like that's because it's inevitable that we're going to fall we're going to go through shit oh hell yeah if you do all the right things you're gonna fall yeah Mm -hmm. not gonna be fun when we go through them but um trust in the process man everything happens for for a reason there is there is a you know there is a greater there's a greater good in play than than us you know like that's the man that's sure that is what drives unconditional because i don't want to i don't want to die i would like to live i would like to continue to stay on this planet and and live in a new way that uh, helps me stay serene. And and so, if that's what I want, then what, what that takes is, as an addict, it takes me being one hundred and fifty percent willing for whatever you know for all of it more take every suggestion like because i tried to do this for a long time without that unconditional surrender um without the willingness to take every suggestion that i'm given whether or not i like it or not dude you know like whether or not it's gonna make me do something that may not be that fun or may not be you know uh that may not result in some kind of expectation that i've already formed you know like that's what recovery is it's a it's a process of taking suggestions and swallowing pride and uh and being okay with the unknown because nobody sees it or we don't see it as well as other people can see it yeah you know what i mean like like from the outside I could see something on paper and be like, that that probably doesn't look like a good idea. But I also don't know the the whole story and I, I'm not biased by feelings. Yeah. So that's the main thing. Like even in my breakup, you know, like people could tell us left and right, what are you doing? Like you guys, you fucking just cycle repeat. You're playing, it's like a broken record. Yeah, but you know, it's, you, you caught up in all the shits. So I'm wondering, how do you anchor yourself? Like when it comes to recovery, we got the program, right? Because if you don't have a program, and I'm not a 12-step book thumper, you know, I choose to follow the model of the 12-step, but I'm not, I don't, I'm trained as a recovery coach that there's multiple pathways. So like, I only disclose this because it doesn't need to be my way. Your way doesn't need to be my way. That's that's the only reason I say that. But that can be my anchor for recovery. What is your anchor for the rest of the things? You know what I mean? What code do you follow? What do you need to make sure you stay true to above all things? What do you stand? Yep. 
Right, because mine ended up being integrity. And that's not to say, you know, like, I, I got to stay true with me. I have to stay aligned in me, right? And being honest, you know what I mean? And just making sure I'm good, you know, there's, that's my anchor. So like when other things in life, if my job affects my serenity, affects my integrity, or infects my ability to be honest, it's, I don't give a fuck if it's the best job I've ever had. It's not for me. You know what I mean? Same with a relationship. Um, same with family members. You know what I mean? Friends. Like if I get to a place where I feel like I have to give something, one of my anchor points up, I can't fuck with it. And for me, the relationship I was in um, a couple of years ago, fucked with my integrity. It was not a good relationship. It was not a honest relationship. It was something that I could justify as being okay. At least I'm not using, but it fucking destroyed my integrity. And once I truly realized that I had to let it go. When, when we're in recovery, it becomes very easy to identify when things are outside of our spiritual principles to your point. Like it yes. fucks with us. It absolutely fucks with us. And yes. You know, that's, that's, uh, going back into the steps. That's, that's what, you know, doing an inventory is all about is, is being able to identify, you know, and, and, and promptly admitting our wrongs to others and ourselves, you know, like that, man, that process has been liberating for me. Um, and it sure is a powerful tool to stay you know, to stay online and, and to be a, to stay okay in my own skin is okay. When I start getting that, if I feel a little bit of dishonesty creeping in, or I feel, you know, I feel a little bit of closed mindedness creeping in or, or some shit like that. Like I can feel that shit now and it, and it, yeah. and it does not feel good. It doesn't, you know, and thank God for that. Thank God for that. Can you imagine if we didn't feel discontent? the shit we'd stay in, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can only speak for myself. Like, oh, like when my ex was just lying to me and shit and yeah. um, just the, the tense vibe in the house when we weren't able to speak to each other, the indifference. Ooh. So glad I couldn't tolerate that shit. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, if, if the job sucks, you know, I'm glad that it pushes and I'm glad that I feel it so harshly now because Otherwise, I'd stay there forever, just like I did in my addiction. Before it got bad, bad, yeah. I sat there forever. It wasn't bad enough to say, I'm going through a week's worth of withdrawals for this shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it was like, I can't even go through an hour, you know, because it's not that bad. Um, it's not, it's not hitting me to a point of unmanageability. Yeah. So thankfully, you know, my serenity, when it's off, it's, I can't sit in it too long. You know what I mean? And that's, that's once I discover my power and my anchor points, but it's hard. Unless I have, if I don't have my unconditional surrender, because then I'm trying to control. 
So if I don't have my serenity and I put on my construction hat and I grab the wheel, I might get it back. I, I mean, we can still control shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's not get it twisted. There's evidence that people can manipulate the fuck out of things in the world. I even think about this and I don't want to get too lost on that, but like with millionaires and power people, are they really happy though? Or are they constantly just on to the next thing they can control? You know what I mean? I got my, I got my million. I need another, you know, I, Oh, I got control over uh, this country. Got to get more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that is um, filling that hole with the, uh, material things fill in that spiritual hole you know and i can't imagine they're very content people you know what i mean and i'm just speculating but um sure well i mean a lot so, of people, yeah a lot of, a lot of people talk we've we have read books and there's a lot of literature out there that talks about the fact that you know as as individuals who have experienced some level of awakening, we have we have detached from materialistic things, right? So, it, like it that that what you're describing there that uh, you know are millionaires happy? Are they always? Are they ever content? Are they always chasing something else? I mean, of course they're not happy. They're not they're not awake. Like I I would think. I mean, it's a well, I think it depends on the motive, you know what I mean? But the power-hungry people, they're not happy. They're they just want more. I, I got my next uh, fix. I got my next sense of self by acquiring something. Yep. I got my next rush. Validation. Validation. Yeah. Yep. Now what? Yeah. So, but that's a whole other topic. Yes, it is. This... Uh, this was very enlightening to me. Good. This I, was a good. I feel, con- I mean, I, I got, I feel like we've talked a lot, but my brain's been all over the place the past couple of days. And, you know, I'm in a safe place in order f- for that to occur, which is, which I'm grateful for. You know, I'm close to, I'm close to you guys. I'm close to other people that I talk to on a regular basis, a sponsor, you know, that I, that I really am grateful for. And that's what this is about for me is just, living living this thing man and and understanding that this is again i i just keep hearing in my head it's like i keep having to remind myself that nobody said it was going to be an easy walk <laughs> like, right. you know like recovery is as addicts recovery is is about uh it's it's it, it's accepting the fact that nine times out of ten the thoughts that come into my head are diseased at, recovery is an unnatural state for us addicts that's why a very small percentage of people that suffer from the disease of addiction actually progress through recovery and stay clean you know i mean it's not easy it's not so many people i see that don't make it it's because they don't do anything but stop using flat out they they stop using and that's it like yeah. I mean, it, well, I mean, that doesn't mean their path has to be mine. They need to get on some woke trip. They need to fucking read Eckhart Tolle. Like, I think that'll help. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure just as much as someone that goes to church religiously um, helps them, you know, and that's just not my pathway and, you know, spiritual path. But like, 
there's so many things um but you got to do i feel like you got to do something different and you got to have that inventory if you don't have that self-awareness enough to do an inventory you're not going to do a solid enough one to get out of your own way you know what i mean and and kind of like I don't know. I just see people come and go in the rooms over the years. They don't really share much. They don't reflect. You can tell you can tell which is which if you held day one next to day 100. You can tell which one was which. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, and it sucks. And it's like you try to nudge, you try to, you know, I never want to gaslight or call people out. But sometimes, man, so uh, you're done here. Like, (laughs) got any other aspirations over here why are you here (laughs) right are you motherfucking cured or what (laughs) give me the cheat code but um you doing here and and they're just not ready and that's that's all that is you know and it sucks that some people don't get ready before they leave this place but um i i remember not being ready i remember uh holy fuck i remember just uh my little electronic thing is bubbling up. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah. And and we get there when we get there. We sure do. Through pain most of the time. Through pain. Through pain. I mean, honestly, like I, you know, not to speak for you or speak at you or on you, but like with your recent situation, I mean, do you feel like you would have had any type of um unconditional surrender in that department without this or do you think it would be as unconditional absolutely i mean no definitely it's an experience that i take modo put it in my pocket you got a hundred on that deal that's a dollar of experience you're like is this a benji oh shit straight benjamin out of this one for sure man good lord um value you just did to me by mistake oh no this is this is legit all right cool yeah i'm not uh i don't think i'm trying to be taking emotional hostage again anytime soon let's put it that way straight up straight up Mm. this was fire man i really enjoyed this one Eric, you got any uh, any thoughts? Close us out. Yeah, yeah. I was so Wes. I was just gonna say, uh, with the situation you're in and the situation that I've been in, mm-hmm. um, hearing you talk about it, it's crazy. Because like, with, well, I'm I'm still in it um, on my end, but um, it's just crazy, like with the whole unconditional surrender and everything like that i just i think about last year where i was at with my ex-wife and the situation there and Mm -hmm. um and like the pain and all that stuff and how steven was saying you can you can stop using and if that's all you do like it's he said majority of them go back out and that's literally how it's been for me my entire life. Like I have, I try to do good by not using drugs and then I try to get a job, but then I'm stressed at the job and I have no tools. And then I get into a relationship and I have no tools mm-hmm. and I'm just this, I'm still this toxic or like toxic person with horrible thoughts and crazy thoughts. And my, my solution 
would be to numb it out with drugs. And uh, it's crazy now because this past year that I've been clean, like I've gone through situations similar to what I've gone through in the past and situations that I felt like were, have been just as bad as the worst ones while I was using. Mm. And the cool thing is, is that I don't choose to numb them out with drugs. Even when I get the urge to, I, I don't do it. And I, I deal with that pain and then I have the tools to sit in that pain and, and like, and just observe it until I get to get out of it. And once you get, like, once I get out of that pain, I'm so much better off than if I had gone and just numbed it out. And, and like that, I feel like that's the hard part about recovery is you put, like, you stop using and then you start working and and learning these tools and and communication but then once a bad event hits you and you get that urge to use it's almost like you have to fight with every tool you have and Mm. and even learn more as you're fighting and not use and like that i feel like that's the hardest part about it is the way i guess addict minds are is like we want it over done and quick and if you have to fight that pain for a long time, like it's so hard to hang on to it and to just have faith. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I have learned over this past year is pain. Like no matter how bad it sucks and how unbearable it seems, every time I get out of it, I feel fucking amazing. Like it's it's like I'm in a video game and I just beat the boss for that stage and I'm to the next stage. Like. I'm just leveling up every time I get through those dark, dark moments. But yeah, that's, that's where I see kind of like Wes, you, you seem like you're kind of hitting that light at the end of the tunnel with everything you've been going through and like things are starting to look up and, and that hope's there. And and yeah, that's, that's how everything in my life since I've gotten clean has been that I've looked at as a bad thing is like, once it's over, it's like, holy shit that was there to make me grow and like be a stronger better person than I was before the pain started and it it makes me grateful like I hate I hate going through pain but at the same time I got to remind myself that like that pain is there for a good reason and I just have to to figure figure it out and just kind of bear with it but yeah that's that was my thought on it. Always such a good reminder to sit in that gratitude for a second. You know, remember the fact that fucking for dudes like us, every day clean is a miracle. Fucking straight up. That we're not triggering into using. That we've got tools. And that, hey, growing pains, man. Growing pains. Growing pains, right? I mean, this Dude, the fact that you can see it is number one. Like, you can take someone, get them clean. They can work every step in the book. They can they can walk every step of the way. If they don't have that awareness to see the 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 processes as they happen, yep, they're gonna be unconsciously drawn as soon as something doesn't go their way. You know, for me, if I don't see my defects they run the show. I may be able to do all the things that keep them at bay, but if I don't have awareness of them 
And then when I have a bad day, fly off at the mouth without having that pause moment of choice and, you know, awareness of it, then really I just abstain. So, I mean, I just want you to give yourself enough credit, Eric, that like you may not feel like, you know, you're doing all the things, but I think the fact that you are aware is step one. And I'm not saying you're on step one. I don't know how to say what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, You're aware of yourself and that is huge. You know what I mean? Because I've seen people say all the things, do all the things and they're unconsciously walking the steps. And that's not to say anything about the steps either. I just think the awareness factor is such a beneficial um, asset to have in recovery, you know. I've definitely walked that unaware step walk. I, I you know, like I used to oh, pour too. that Narcotics Anonymous step workbook fuck out for three years, writing answers to questions dishonestly and stuff. I mean, what's the, like, it, you know, like it's not, and totally unconscious to, to, to the fact that thoughts were not actions. You know, that, that thought identification is what you're talking about right there. That awareness. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because even if, you know, you're, you're doing all the step work, right? But then you leave and you go feel sorry for yourself and vent and gossip about people or, you know, oh, you, uh, you know, work a good program at home and go home and verbally abuse your wife. You know what I mean? I've heard all these types of stories. So it's like, where's your self-awareness? Where is your, you know, anchor point, you know? Um, so I, I just think that, um, for me, when I was like starting to spot defect and still, I'm not defect free. So when I'm, when I'm working on defects, like me being aware of them is, is highly more effective than trying to do a, B and C to tend to them. You know what I mean? I'd like to be aware, then do a, B and C and, but being aware is, that's like, yeah, that's the precursor. You know what I mean? Aware, aware is step A, right? Becoming aware of those defects is the first. Is is hell yeah? It's like the uh, the Roman numeral step. Like before you get to page one, it's like the, yeah. the preface. <laughs> the preface. Oh shit.